0: Bismillahir Rahman al Rahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Wasalatu was salamu ala Rusulihil Kareem. Nabiena Muhammadin wa ala ali he wa ashabi ajma'in Amma ba'ad. Umar Ibn Abdul Aziz Rahimahulla wa radianuhu. He was a great khalifa of this deen. Died in the year 101 after Hijrah, the great grandson of Umar ibn al Khattab. And even though he died at approximately the age of 40, and his Khilafah was only for a period, his rulership <laughs> over the Muslims was only for a period. Of approximately two and a half years He is regarded as a great Khalifa Of this Ummah And the efforts that he achieved And the virtue that he achieved Is something that Many of the Khalifa after him Were never able to attain Imam Ibn Kathir Rahimahullah Ta'ala In his book Al-Bidayah wa-Nihayah He mentions the Incident When Umar Ibn Abdul Aziz Passed away He mentioned that when death came to Umar Ibn Abdul Aziz Then he said Make me sit up Make me sit up So then they made him sit up The people that were there And then he said Ya ilahi O oh my ilah, O oh my god, my lord, ya'ani yani allah, ya Ilahi ana amarta. You are amarta, I am the one that you commanded, faqassartu, yet I was deficient, and I am the one that you nahayta, I am the one that you prohibited, you told me not to do things. And I disobeyed you. He says it three times when he's dying. Death approaches him. He says to his family members, Make me sit up. And then he says, Ya ilahi, I am the one that you commanded and I was deficient. And I am the one that you prohibited, yet I disobeyed you. He says it three times. And then he says, La ilaha illallah. And then he begins to look. With a strong stare. So then they ask him concerning it. The people around him. They ask him. You're looking with a strong stare. He says indeed I see. I see. Faces. That I've never seen before. Faces that are not jinn. And nor the faces of an inch. And then he passed away. In another riwayah, in in another report that when death comes to him he says to everybody leave, depart, go out. So everybody leaves, everybody exits the room. And then when the door is shut his wife and the wife's brother they put their ear against the door and listen to what's happening inside. And they hear him say, Marhaban, welcome. Umar ibn, ibn Abdul Aziz is saying, no one else is in the room, only him. He's dying. Welcome, marhaban, welcome. Welcome to faces. Faces that I've never seen before. Faces that are neither the faces of a jinn, nor an ins, of a jinn, nor a human being. And then he recites the ayah, Tilka darul akhirah that is the abode of the afterlife. نَجَعَلُهَا لِلَّذِينَ لَا يُرِيدُونَ عُلُوًا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فَسَادًا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ That is the abode of the afterlife. We have made it for those who desire no form of haughtiness and arrogance and, and corruption upon the earth. And the end result it shall be for the pious ones. And then there was silence. So then his wife... His brother-in-law, they all come inside the room and they find that the eyes of Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, they are closed. He's lying facing towards the Qibla and he had passed away, radiallahu ta'ala, So the question, how does, does a person, no doubt, Husnul al this يعني, is a good end, wouldn't you say? A person who dies like this, and he's making muhasaba. he's taking himself to account at death. And then he says marhaban to these faces. And then he recites from the book of Allah at the time of death. These are from the signs, from the indications of a husnul khatimah, of a good end. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant every single person here and anyone that is listening a good end. No doubt these are the signs of a good end. But how does a person... Get a good end. How do you achieve a good end? Allah Jalla Ala. He has said in His book, Ya O oh, you who have believed, fear Allah as He deserves to be feared, وَلَا illa إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ And don't die except in a state of Islam, don't die except as as Muslims, i.e., If you live your life upon taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you live your life fearing your Lord the Most High, if you live your life with a life that is rich in iman, then you're going to find when you are making that ghargara, when you're making that gargling, when your soul is being taken out of your body, Allah will keep your feet firm. Allah will keep your heart established upon the truth and you will die upon that. How? By living this whole life upon taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By living this whole life righteously. If you live, if you live righteously, then you're going to find at that point Allah will keep your feet firm. Allah will keep your heart steadfast. And you'll have that husnul khatima. You'll have that goodly end. Another example that is more closer to home. I.e. that is more closer to home as far as time is concerned. And as far as location is concerned. As far as the era that we live in is concerned. And as far as the land that we live in is concerned. An example that we have, that we can take heed from, of our elder, our elder, all of us sitting here, our elder, our teacher, our brother, the noble Da'iyah Abu Talha, Dawood the son of Ronald Burbank This brother Dawood Burbank Who each and every single one of us we are in debt to Because of what he put forth in the service of Islam and the Sunnah In the whole of the Western world This brother Allah guides him to the deen of Islam and then he guides him to talab ilm He guides him to seeking knowledge Where? He guides him to seeking knowledge In the city of the messenger of Allah And then when this brother comes back He engages in da'wah to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Thalathat al This book Three fundamental principles That I hope each and every single one of us Has at the very least Studied to some degree This book was translated by whom? This brother, Abu Talha, Dawood Burbank. Other books, several books, before anybody else was translating them, it was this brother, Dawood Burbank, translating these books into the English language, calling people to the sunnah, lectures upon lectures, Kitab al-Tawheed, Silsilat al Sahihah of Imam al-Albani, books upon books that he taught, engaged in da'wah to Allah for a period of two decades. And then, Six years ago, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed from his hikmah, from his, from his justice, from his mercy He decreed Abu Talha, he goes to perform hajj To perform hajj So he goes to perform hajj and he arrives at Jeddah airport Him, his wife and two of his sons They board the bus The bus is to take them to Makkah On the way, the front part of the engine, of the van, of the vehicle, of the people carrier that they were in, it blows up. So then they all start to get off the bus. The driver gets off, everybody else gets off. His son gets off. As soon as he gets off, the engine, it blows. The whole vehicle, it catches flames. So they're trying to smash the windows so that they can cause Abu Talha And his wife to come out Nobody was in the vehicle anymore Except Abu Talha and his wife The vehicle is engulfed in flames Everybody else that is surrounding it They're crying Watching them While they're burning And then he rahimahullah ta'ala, He and his wife They passed away In those flames The Shahid that this here, we don't say that they are in Jannah. We don't make shahada that they are in Jannah. But we say that these are signs. These are signs. These, these are signs of a husn al khatima. Signs of a good end. Signs of a good death. Signs of a good and noble and virtuous way to depart from this world. How does a person achieve that? He, If you look at the, if you look at the situation, look at the signs. Died in a fire. The one who dies in a fire, the Messenger of Allah, he said, is a huh, shaheed. The one who dies in the fire is a shaheed. Secondly, he's now coming to p- perform hajj. He's coming to f- fulfill a pillar of his deen. He was in a state of ihram, state of ihram, having been making the talbiyah, saying, Labbek Allahumma Labbek. La la sharika laka labbeyk. Saying, O Allah, here I am, here I am at your service. There is no partner that is to be ascribed to you. Here I am, O Allah, at your service. Abu Talha Rahimahullah, where is his janazah performed? His janazah is performed in the Mahbat of Al Wahi. His janazah is performed in the place where revelation came. His janazah is performed in the house of Allah. In the sacred house of Allah at the Kaaba, His janazah, his funeral is performed by two million people. His funeral is performed by hujjaj, by pilgrims, by pilgrims that have come to purify themselves for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This type of death, do you get it just like that? Does anybody get it? They said... Abu Talha, before the vehicle stopped, he wanted to pray Salatul Zahar. He wanted to pray Salatul Zahar. After, when the the flames had died away and they got into the vehicle, what did they see? They found Abu Talha and his wife. They found that the hands of Abu Talha were on his chest. Why? In order to pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To finish that salah that he was praying, knowing that he's going to die. So he wanted to pray in a state of worship to his Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. Praying, they found him knowing that he's going to die. He wants to die in a state of ibala to Allah. So he prayed while the flames are engulfed around him. He finished his life in salah while flames are engulfed around him, dying in that way. Does this death, this type of death, is it granted to anyone? Is it granted to anyone? Or does a person have to live to that death? Earn that death? Work towards that type of death? Again, we don't say he is in Al-Jannah Allah knows his state We don't praise anyone above Allah But these are signs Signs and not anyone and everyone Gets these type of signs If those signs are true to him يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُقَاتِهِ وَلَا 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 Allah is telling us, Allah is advising us, Allah is counseling us, don't die except in a state of Islam. How are you going to do that? How are you going to die in other than a state of Islam, other than a state of Iman, other than a state of Taqwa, other than a state in which your Lord Jalla wa is pleased with you. The only way that you're going to do so is by living a life that is righteous. Living a life that is pious. Living a life that your Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala, he loves. Abu Talha rahimahullah ta'ala. Everybody knows that knew him. Everybody knows that knew about him. He was a man that was a man of Zuhd. A man that was a man of abstention. He wasn't bothered. If you looked at him, you would know he wasn't a man that was bothered. About the worldly life. A man that was born in Islam? No. A man that was born not in Islam. In kufar. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took him out of the darkness of that disbelief. And he took him and he brought him into the light of iman. al, al-, 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 al- Al-Ama imam. al Shaykh Muham- al- Rabi' ibn Hadi al-Madkhali hafidhahu Allah ta'ala. An imam. What did he say about this man? This man that was not born in Islam. But was guided to Islam What did he say about him? He said I love you more than my son Sheikh Rabi, Imam He says about Abu Talha I love you more than my son and, th- and then this man That was born in the diyar al-Kufr And born upon Kufr He died in such a great state Abu Hakim Hafidahullah Ta'ala He says that many times Abu, Abu Talha would say to him I don't want to die here I don't want to die here I don't want to die in Darul al-Kufr I want to die want oh, to die in the lands of Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He caused him to die, not just in the lands of Islam, in the land of Tawheed. Not just in the land of Tawheed, but in the city, in the city of al in the city, in the most beloved city, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How do you get this? Are you going to get this just by wishful thinking? No. You have to earn it. You have to work for it. You have to earn it and work for it. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, We ask him by his beautiful names and his sublime attributes. We ask him by every single name that he has, every single name that he has revealed in his books, every single name that he has taught his creation, every single name that he has kept hidden with himself, every single name of of his. We ask him, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, that he causes every single one of us here. Every, every single one of us that is listening to die upon Islam, to die upon Iman, to give us a husn al Khatima, that when we are making that gargara, that when we're going to make that gargling, that gargling when the soul is being taken out of our body, because each and every single one of us is going to be in that state, that it causes us at that point to die upon a state of righteousness, in a manner that, in, in something that is belie- beloved, in a state. That is beloved to him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. That he grants all of us an honorable death. A death that is virtuous. A death that is honorable. A death that is beloved to him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. A death that is magnificent in his eyes. Great in his eyes. Mighty in his eyes. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And upon that note we shall conclude. And this is the conclusion of the series of lectures on the... These brief lectures on the lives of the salaf we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes us those who truly in speech and in action emulate our righteous salaf and that he makes his brief small sittings as a proof for us on the day of standing and not against us innahu samiul mujib wa ala muhammad walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin